Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to The Wind Up. A weekly recap show where we, Sean Philip Naylor and Maya Crifone, go over the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. We'll be discussing all of the events from each week's episode leading up to the finale. And having a cheeky vino or two as we do it. And cheers to this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Wind Up, the recap show where myself, Sean Philip Naylor, and the gorgeous Miss Maya Graffone recap the latest episode of Drag Race Down Under. Don't forget that you can follow us on Instagram at thewindup underscore pod. You can follow me at Sean Phillip official, and you can follow this gorgeous creature over here at Microphone with an F, not a PH, because crap on. Hi, how are we? I'm good, but not as good as you, clearly. Cheers, by the way. Cheers. Um, yeah, I'm living my best lady of luxury life this week. Where are you? Tell us, what are you doing? So right now I am on a P&O cruise, just sailing up the East Coast. Just, so just we were sailing, in... just sailing up the East yeah, Coast. Just, just cruising up the East Coast. Uh, we stopped in early last night. Um, we're in Cairns for tonight and tomorrow night, and then we're back down to Brisbane, arriving back on Saturday. Yeah, I'm just part of the entertainment on board for a special LGBT travel group called Out Exploring. Out exploring. Very cool. I love it. So listeners, if you can hear some crazy noises in the background, that is just Maya living her best life, essentially. Just relaxing on a cruise ship. Sadly, yeah. there is no there is no little alcoves for me to duck away with no other background noise. So if you can hear some ambient music, just enjoy it. If you can hear people talking, I can't do much about that. <laughs> it's just I could have sat I could have sat in my cabin, but the queen that I'm sharing with is currently having a nap. So Aww. yeah, that wouldn't have worked. Now, obviously, Miss Maya, we're going to recap Drag Race in just a second, but because you are such a star, and I always knew you were going to be a star, I mean. <gasps> you didn't, you didn't. <gasps> ba, ba, I have a shirt. You do. Maya has her very own merchandise. Isn't it gorgeous? I have a shirt. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I just put a face on. You can't make me tear up. You can't. Oh, I am. Oh, you've made me a. Sh oh my god. Ah. I'm trying to dry my eyes so I don't cry my makeup off. I have and to have this face. It's oh. pretty. It's a pretty nifty little t-shirt too. It's fucking oh. stunning. Thank you so much. That is gorgeous. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, so, so go ahead. I was just going to say quickly. What did you think of this week's episode? I feel like what I said last time that we get a meh episode and then a much better episode is true. I enjoyed this episode, but there was a lot of drama. Taking lipstick on my teeth. Drama, 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 drama. I, I thought there was a lot of unnecessary drama. Like we'll obviously get into it as we go through, but, and one thing that I did notice, so another queen posted a thing um, that I read yesterday and it seems to be every episode has the same sort of format um in that it's two queens have conflict they sit down at the table they have hashed it out and then they move on mm -hmm. like it's become very predictable so every episode it's like okay which two queens is going to be today yeah i was surprised by the elimination mm -hmm. um but not surprised based on that lip sync but yeah i was surprised as to who 
I'm getting so many random looks from the straight people that are on board. Um, have been for the last couple of days. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was overall a enjoyable episode, much better than that horrible piece of dog shit that was the Snatch Game last week. Oh, the Snatch Game. Okay, so let's jump straight in. So last yes. week we played the Snatch Game terribly. Hannah Conda won the maxi challenge. Beverly Kills, rightfully Mini Cooper. So. Yes, rightfully so. Beverly Kills and Mini Cooper lip synced for their lives. Beverly won and Mini Cooper wheelied herself off down the runway. Um, wow. Mm, a lot happened last week. And then after Little Miss Minnie's elimination, the girls walk into the workroom to find. Oh, and. Minnie's. Rama side. straight away. Straight away. Like, um, I I understand her wanting to, you know, give thanks to people like Queen, um, Spanky, and was it Yuri? Yeah. Um, but to essentially, and especially to considering she works in the same city as Hannah Conda, um, like they're both Sydney queens, they both work the same sort of scene together, and her to essentially just be like, well, fuck you, Hannah, was sort of like a wow, okay, you're you're really doing that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she should absolutely be thanking the queens that she felt the most connected with. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but yeah, you can tell they they definitely milked that for the drama. Hundred um, percent. And then the other three girls who were not thanked on the mirror message claimed that they didn't know why she would have written that. Um, and Beverly, it's, I love, I love this. But Beverly's like, I've finally realised that it's it's every queen for themselves. Honey, you're on a competition. Isn't you not? How are you only just getting that memo? Because she's a twink. Twinky twink. They're not known for being bright. Then um, we go cut to the next day in the workroom. Beverly is really trying to prove something. Yeah. So I feel like. I love how they did this edit of her talking about how I'm good at this and I'm good at this and I'm good at this and I'm good at this. And it cuts to all the queens just rolling their eyes and just being like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, Bev, yeah, cool. Keep talking about it, yeah, sure. Um, which clearly, again, as I've said before, um, proves that either she's going to be in the bottom or she's going to win. So, uh, yeah, Beverly's trying to prove something to herself. She's talking about herself. She's talking about how expensive her, her finale game is going to be. I feel like isn't everyone's. Um... I mean, that's expected of your finale. You're expected to raise the level and have a phenomenal output for your finale. If you're not, finale. then what are you doing? Finale, final, I mean, bring it. Yeah. Otherwise, what are yeah. you doing? It. Beverly seems really proud of, of her two lip syncs that she's done. And she's like... Yeah, I've, you know, I've already won two lip syncs and Yuri's very quickly like, yeah, well, you have been in the bottom the most. Mm. Like, it's it's true, though. Like, yeah, you can sit there and be like, I'm a phenomenal lip syncer, but no queen has lip synced their way to the crown. I mean, yes, they do the lip sync for the crown for the finale generally, and especially in the American ones, but no queen has ever been in the bottom that many times and won. Siren sound and Miss RuPaul enters and it's straight into our mini challenge this week. Ru says, have you read any good books lately? And she declares that the library is about to open 
we finally have a reading challenge, which we were expecting last week, but got this week. Yeah. And, um, and it was shit. God, it was like the worst one I think I've ever seen. Like, and all these queens have been talking shit to each other and about each other the entire time. And yet it was just, there was almost like no creativity, no passion, no nothing behind any of these reads. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Like Beverly was the first one up and she makes that stupid gross joke about the Eiffel Tower that makes her come across a little creepy. Yeah. But she but she at least admitted she's like, Yeah. It was supposed to be a sexual joke, but it just made me sound like, like a perv. Yeah. Um we got Yuri who just repeats the same joke for Spanky that she did a couple of weeks ago about the only thing smarter yeah. than that hair is that ass. Molly, what was that? When she's like, what do you say about Spanky Jackson? I love you, man. And everyone's just Oh, like, no, it was... I don't get it. So, it was her delivery was horrible. The joke there is she's calling Spanky a man, saying that right. she looks like a man. I mean, I made that comment in week one when we were discussing the intro queens and I kept calling her a man. But the way that you would do that is, the only thing I can say about you, Spanky, is I love you, man. Yeah, so I feel like the reading challenge, much like the Snatch Game, can go either way in that they can edit it to be beneficial for any queen that they want. So yeah. they can have Rue laugh at whoever's they want based on the funniness of it. Yes. Um, Speaking of Rue like, laughing, Kong, Beverly, <laughs> Beverly Kills isn't killing the competition and Anaconda is an asshole, but she's moved forward and now she's a cunt. I liked that. Like Queen, that Queen showed these queens, like Queen showed these queens how to read, um, rightfully so. Because I mean, she said there, she's had there, and she's like, all these queens think that they know what they're doing, but I'm going to prove to them that you know I'm the one to, I'm the one to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was Spanky's reads? Was just like one word answers to everybody until she got to bloody um, Hannah and said she looked like a blow up doll. Which I thought was, like, I did think the blow-up doll thing was a little bit funny. Um, my thumb, sorry, just realised my thumb was blocking the camera. Um, which I did think was a little bit funny, but also a little predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, I thought that they could have put a little bit more effort into it. Hannah, she was the last one to do her read and it wasn't the worst of, of the segment. Um, and I guess the highlight was saying that Yuri was riding on Spanky's oversized coattails. Which uh, mm, I did, like, I got the read, but I didn't necessarily agree with it because I feel like Yuri, she only did one challenge with Spanky that was caused her to be good. The yeah. rest of it was all done on her own. Like it's, she's not been part of, ooh. <laughs> Sorry, dropped my phone. It's really hard because I don't have my stand with me on the group, so I'm holding my phone. Um, I don't think she, like, she hasn't been partnered with Spanky for anything else, so I don't think it's fair to say she was writing Echo Tales. Yeah. Um, well, thankfully, Rue closes the library and announces that the winner uh, was Miss Queen Kong, which I think out of all of the girls in the edit that we saw, that was the right right choice for the winner, and she gets herself a little Absolutely. gift card from Glitter A Go Go. Yeah, Cam. Um natural what is it natural um biodegradable yeah yeah every queen's every queen's friend yeah exactly 
Um, Rue, after announcing Kong as the mini challenge winner, goes straight into the maxi challenge and it is a girl group challenge. Working in two groups of three, the girls need to write an original verse to the new song, Buzzum Buddies, Partners in Crime. Mm -mm -mm. I hated it. It was terrible. Um, there has to kind of read on the other girls a little bit in there. Uh, in their lyrics that they do and each group is responsible for creating their own choreography and they get to record with Ms. Michelle Visage. Um, Rue lets the girls pick their groups and it pretty much is just a straight divide down the middle when Queen, Hannah and Spanky group together. Yeah and I think in Queen's mind that was the right thing to do because while yes, she could have she could have chosen someone like Beverly had a strong dancing team. Mm -hmm. I think Beverly claims that she's a you know dancer. Um, well, they could have had a strong dancing team. I think choosing Spanky and Hannah because they were probably the two other strong. Uh, I would say strong ones because they weren't strong, but strong ones in the reading challenge. Yeah. Um, especially since the whole purpose of the song is to be doing a girl group song and. Sorry, dropping, dropping my phone there. Um, reading each other during the song, like it would make sense to pick the other two strong readers to help make the song work better as opposed to someone else that can just dance but clearly sucked at reading. Yeah, so that's our, that's our split, that's our divide. We've got Queen Kong, Queen Kong um, Spanky Jackson and Hannah Conda versus the Eyebrowless Freaks. Which are which, which is what I think they should have named their group. Oh my god, yes! Um, like that just would have been camp naming yourself that. Yeah, the eyebrowless freaks um, get renamed to the Hung Divas, um, and it. yeah, not good. And the other queens are Babs, um, broke ass bitches with a Z. Um, okay, so. Oh, Beverly points herself as the dance captain of her group. Um, that's... Which thrills the other two because they're like, cool, we don't dance, so you take yeah, charge. Exactly. We can, we'll just follow your lead. Um, but straight off the bat, the Babs team are having like a great time. They've got a really good energy. They've got a good chemistry, kind of bouncing off each other. The Hunk Divas are a little bit awkward um uh, like yeah because so i've seen beverly perform and she does she is a she look she is a fierce dancer um i didn't know she choreographed her routines um but she can dance i've seen her she works really well with backup dancers um who also can dance she obviously doesn't do so well working with people who've got intermediate to basic beginner dance skill yeah um because her choreography was just very like it was basic enough so that way then those girls can get it but it was too basic like which I think, there is such a thing as going yeah which i think is where the problem kind of lied with the other team having a bit of a giggle at the girls when they were doing their um they were doing that their fucking drama in the workroom where beverly was starting to attack kong and just be like, well, come on, show us what you've got there. Show us what you've got there. And I was like, I don't need to. 
Like you guys are the ones that decided to get up and rehearse in front of us, but we don't feel the need to do that. Yeah, it was um, it was kind of awkward because you've got like Beverly, who is kind of kind of coming at them, but also yeah. probably felt a bit attacked because they were all laughing at them when they were doing their routine. At least the edit portrayed that. Yeah, correct. Um, and then. Queen's like, why is your voice shaking? And like, it just, it was all very, a little, I don't like confrontation. It was a little bit too confrontational, too much unnecessary drama, but. They're drag queens. They're drag queens and it is a TV show and the production team were probably like, finally, something we can work with. (laughs) Yes. So we get the confessional of Queen saying that she hates it when people try to project on them. And that's what she felt like Mm -hmm. Beverly was doing. And then what she'll do if she feels like you're doing that, then she will reflect it back at you and make you take a good look at yourself in the mirror. Which is Um, a great thing to do because I I 100% think Beverly was projecting her insecurities onto mm -hmm. Kong um, and trying to rattle Kong. And Kong's just like, no, 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 none of that. Um, You're insecure. I'm not. I don't need to prove anything. And then you get that really like awkward bit of the edit where Beverly um, says to Queen that she's, you're too scared to do it. And Queen's like, if you've got something to say, say it to my face. And she's like, well, I just did. And it was just like boring. Yeah, I never, I didn't, I didn't get that. I'm like, that was just seemed like unnecessary sort of, they could have just cropped all that out. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we are in our recording sessions with the glorious Miss Michelle Visage. And first up is Babs. And first out of Babs is Miss Hanaconda. Can I just interject here? Yes. Do you honestly think, because I've noticed, especially with the Australian one, um, so whenever they do a recording session, it's always with Michelle, right? Which for me doesn't make sense. Um, like, I understand the budget for Down Under is probably a lot smaller than any of the other iterations. But as we saw in Untucked, I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit here, but our guest, like, there was, again, no guest judge this week. Mm. We had a special guest, which was Sophie Monk. Surprise, wouldn't surprise. It make more? Wouldn't it make more sense to have someone like Sophie Monk in this recording session with them? I mean, maybe not Sophie Monk, but yes. Yeah. Anyone. That's a, like any of these, this is the time where you'd use a special guest, like, chuck them in there and then have them as the guest judge that week like have them there utilize them like if you're already paying them utilize them for as much as you can like i guarantee you sophie monk's fee would not have been astronomical high for her to sit there on a couch and just do a two-minute phone call i mean what Um, is she like 80 bucks on cameo i don't know and that's essentially all it was (laughs) Well, essentially, yeah. Good job. Okay, so we are recording with Michelle. No special guest here. Uh, Hannah goes up first. And I've just put like a little highlight of of what I thought from each Queen's recording. Mm -hmm. Um, I really loved when Hannah was singing her line and Michelle was like, what are you saying in there about applicate? And then Michelle's like, okay, a little more words that you can enunciate. I did appreciate that. I was like, yeah, that's that's good advice for once. Mm. And it worked. Like, I think Michelle did a really good job coaching the queens to get the best out of them that she could. Absolutely. Um, um, I I still, I honestly, I hate that whenever they do these, like, girl group challenges or song challenges, like, 90% of the queens choose to rap. Um, and they rap poorly. Yeah. Like, it's... 
if you're not a Lisa Left Eye Lopez, then just stop. Miss Spanky Jackson is up next and she started off a little pitchy, but by the end was pretty decent. She was probably the only queen that had more of a singing moment than a rapping moment too. Yeah. So she actually, she sang, which I appreciated and she can sing. Mm -hmm. Like we found out that Spanky has, can hold a fucking tune, which is great. Um, Cause yeah, all, all other five of them rapped essentially. Yeah. Um, um... So Spanky was impressive. Yeah. And then up next from Babs, our final girl group member was Queen Kong. Um, and she was nailing her little rap that she did. She was totally in it. And she had Michelle laughing, which was kind of cool. Although her rap was very, it was a PG rap. Mm-hmm. There's someone like Queen, like I was, I was chuckling at her whole, like your booty smells bleh. Um, but then, like talking about your breath smelling as well, like, yeah. oh come on, you're a you're a man in his thirties. Like, you can be a little bit more in depth Scary. and just, yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, their group did quite strongly in their recording session with Michelle. They leave, and then the Hung Divas come in, and <laughs> Beverly goes first. Obviously, very confident. Um, and she feedback was that she was completely lacking any attitude in her rap. Molly says that Beverly was white bread toast, um, which I think very, was okay. Very much, very much so. Like um, you can tell, Beverly doesn't. Beverly is not a. Beverly isn't a rap star. She's not a rap. She's Beverly is no lemon. Um, but how Sorry. funny was it too when? she um she's like oh i'm a rap star and then michelle's like michelle goes (laughs) girl no you're not (laughs) too big for your boots get back in that box especially considering michelle used to be a rapstress Mm -hmm. um like after she left her her seduction days she was featured a whole bunch of songs especially that one that she keeps bragging on about for the bodyguard where she's rapping Oh, like yeah. yeah, so Michelle knows what she's talking about. But yeah, yeah. Beverly, Beverly thinking she's a rapper is like, okay, calm down, little white girl. <laughs> um, after Beverly, Yuri goes up to do it, and poor Yuri, she's so nervous. She's got no confidence, none, um, at no all. attitude. But she still did it. Like, I think the, the edit that they used in the final take, like the final cut that they pieced together, because they would have had to have pieced that together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she did a, a decent job. Like her rap wasn't the worst rap, I don't no, think. No, I don't think like hers definitely wasn't the worst. I think as we'll see when we get to that part of the show, it was more her performance that let her down. Her rapper her rap as a whole and her vocal while rapping was not horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um so I think they could have easily, if they wanted to, have edited her to Been better. stay. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Roseanne goes up and she does it in one take. Seasoned professional. I mean, or- Orville Peck. It's enough that you're going to push you overboard, bitch. Look, Molly. She did good. Molly, like, Molly, Molly, Molly tried. Speaking of eyesores. <laughs> um... I thought overall it was a case of like both teams went into each rap or each song 
as like, there was no clear, for me, there was no clear standout. Um, like I was like, at the moment, this really could go either way. Yeah. Um, because there was no one that you were just like, wow, phenomenal. Like, this is yours to win. Mm-hmm. Based, based on the edits, like, after you've watched this as much as we have and you start to pick up on these things, based on the edit, you could tell who was going to be in the top and in the bottom. Um, but if you just take it for face value and just the challenge itself, there was no one that really stood out. Uh, after the recording sessions, we get to go see the girls doing their dance rehearsals. First up again is Babs and they're killing it. They're having a lot of fun. Hannah farts on the way in. Um, oh, yep. Yeah. I was like, that would be me. Yeah, someone's giving you a run for the uh, gassiest queen award. The uh, Babs are having a great time. Their chemistry is on fire. Um, The hung divas, not so much. Um, Poor Yuri. Uh, Choreography, coordination and timing are not their friend. It's just, yeah, choreography, not not their greatest greatest strong suit, Um, which is disappointing because they've got to look down like they would be they look like they would be a phenomenal performer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's just a work in progress. Work in progress, yes, because she's still a baby. Like, she's only going to get better. Was she 25? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, still plenty of time to, to figure all these things out if that's that's the kind of queen that she wants to be. Um, oh, my God. And so... While the Hong Divas are doing it, you've got Yuri who's like, oops, sorry, not good at this. You've got Beverly mm-hmm. who's like clearly getting frustrated and disappointed that her team are not the dancers that she wishes they were. And then mm-hmm. you've got po- uh, Molly Poppins who just looks like she needs to sit down. Like someone get that girl. <laughs> like she's, she, would, she would be me, a hot, sweaty mess. Like somebody get me a seat and a cocktail. I'm going to need a break. Oh, but I love how she's also sitting there and she's like reading Beverly in the confessionals, just being like, um, I thought you said you're a dancer. <laughs> this is true. She is, if she is anything, she is funny. Funny and fierce. Um, poor Bev, like the end of this segment, the last thing we see is Beverly going, I cannot be in the bottom because I will be going home. Which I honestly think, I mean, again, people have watched the episode, so it's fine. But as we see, she's not but I definitely think that would 100% have been the case. If Beverly was Mm -hmm. in the bottom this week, she would have gone. Yeah, I feel like Rue would have been like, I'm tired of seeing you lip sync now. Yeah, it's a new day. We're back in the workroom. The Hung Divas come in going, we're the Hung Divas. And then the other guys come in and like, you're going to lose. And then this is where Beverly asks Queen about the way she's been behaving towards Uh, her. I I just think it's just unnecessary it was clearly like, a producer asked was... question too like in that cut but... like, when she says it it's almost like she's obviously been prompted but on top of that it was also clearly as a way of trying to get inside queen's head because and it did it, it did. got in her head um like queen was second guessing everything and not second guessing everything but just being sitting there and she was getting in her in her emotions because she's just like the hell this little this little twink thing um i think it's very shady of both producers and of beverly yeah. to ask that question right then and there but also again i know we love the drama but 
unnecessary drama and just not just not worth um, it. So Queen responds to Beverly's question and she says that she didn't like the way that Beverly was coming at her um, when you know she was telling them to get up and do the dance routine. Queen also says, uh, I think it was in the confessional, that she's conscious of how Beverly is working, um, going from being an insecure and needing validation to then being over the top <laughs> confident and coming across a little bit arrogant. And I love that during this edit, or you see a spanky like this. Yeah, because she's over it too. I would be too. If I was one of the other queens, I'm sitting there and listening to constant fighting and bullshit about nothing. Because in yeah. the end, it's really, they are like all the time, it's just always drama about nothing. It's just you sit there and go, stop. Main stage, RuPaul is dressed as some sort of extra from the Lion King stage production. Um, big hair, what? red earthy colors, a little. Oh, um, that's right. It was like an it was like an iridescent red flowy gown. Yeah, do you know what? On, the, on camera it looked really orange, and I had like I wrote a note. I was like, don't like it because I work for a company and the branding is already orange, so I get sick of seeing orange. But um, in all the pictures and the, the stills from the show, it looks like a really beautiful red, and I wish I... it looked red on camera. I loved it, like the color and the shimmer of it and just the way it flowed. I was like, oh, I like this. I like this this week. Um, yeah, she looked good. Mama Roo looked good. I didn't like her um, bindi. It looked like oh, yeah, it was, was yeah. really cheap. I'm sure it wasn't, but it didn't, didn't go well on camera. What are you talking about? They just went and got it from Cosmetics Plus. Exactly, that's what it looked like. And then go straight into our girl groups performing the new drag hit, Bosom Buddies. Which is still a shit song. Um, let's it's do fucking let's catchy do though. I woke up singing it. Ew. <sighs> um, let's do a quick, like, what you thought of their outfit, what you thought of their performance. So, starting with. Who did we start with in the, in the Babs? The it was... Babs was Spanky, Hannah, and Queen. I think collectively as a group, they didn't look, their looks were not cohesive, cohesive at all. No. Um, Spanky, Spanky was wearing was... her fly thing from the Fly Girls. She was wearing the, Spanky. the fly thing. Spanky was giving me Angelica Houston from The Witches. Yes, I see that. That with that hair, and when she spun around, I was half expecting it to come off and her to have a hooked nose. And um, I feel like yeah. the girls tried to be cohesive with their costuming because they were like, let's all be in leotards because mm. they were all in leotards. But, but I mean, Queens was Queens was like bright and vibrant pink, and Hannah's the color was, looks amazing on her, by the oh, way. Yeah, that pink, that pink tone uh -huh. on her skin was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Hannah looked ridiculously short next to both of them. <laughs> Hannah looked, I, my notes for Hannah's outfit was that she looks like she's come straight from Little Mix. <laughs> oh, she's not as talented though. Um, but yeah, because Hannah was in gold, I believe, from memory. I was like, a, I'm pretty sure it was like a silvery, goldy, shimmery kind yeah, of vibe. Spanky's... She had that little headband and the pigtails. Yeah, because Hannah was... Yeah, because Hannah was in that, Queen was in pink, and Spanky was in black. So they didn't look cohesive. No. Um, 
their their verses didn't make them sound cohesive. No. Um, yeah, I just thought it was an all round. I thought it was a. I thought it was a miss for them overall. Um, like it could have been better. Although that being said, performance wise, I thought it was good. Um, like they seemed I, to. Yeah. They seemed to Okay. Like they gelled well together. Um, well, they were clearly having the fun, and that's the main thing. Even if they did steal Beyonce's moves, but that's okay. There's no, uh, there's no such thing as an original idea anymore. Oh, ain't that the truth? Um, hung, hung divas. Um, less cohesive than the last less cohesive group. Um, yeah, I feel like so the girls' costuming was kind of good i feel like beverly was dying for this girl group moment and she's like i beverly kills and here's my necklace and here's me being beverly kills like she was dressed somewhat like a superhero it was cute but what i didn't like was roseanne didn't look like she should be there she was like no just who's this ring in that we've got see it's funny because beverly is part of like a drag girl group back in Brisbane called Little Dicks, um, which is herself, <laughs> Ironically, Elderflower, she and Lulu Lamar. Self the Hong Divas this time around. Yep, yeah, right. Um, but it's herself, Lulu Lamar's, and Elderflower. Um, and they've always got cohesive outfits when they do their shows, etc. So, and this isn't just for them, but for Babs as well. Are you trying to tell me that not, that between the six of them, that mm. each group of three did not have matching silver outfits, matching black outfits, matching red outfits, matching pink outfits. You're trying to tell me that they had nothing cohesive in their wardrobe that they brought to go with each other. Could, it frustrated me that both teams just, it, both teams, neither one of them was a girl group. There were three individuals performing together. Which, you know what, if they're going to be based individually, um, based individually, judged individually, Mm-hmm. then sure That's, mm, personally I don't agree with the, the way everything was done for this episode um, but we're about to get into that okay so that was uh, girls outfits in terms of dance routines like they were all entertaining that was fine they were good like it was what it yeah, was I mean yeah, it was a, it, again. It was an okay. It was an okay challenge. Yeah. After the main stage girl group performances, it is our runway, and the category is belts, buckles, and chains. I loved the idea of this runway. I don't know if I loved any look in particular. Mm, um, I did love one look. Um, Aubrey so, Haves, she's not there. Oh, wow. I haven't seen it yet. Um, um, yeah, Aubrey Haves, look, she was belted, buckled, chained up. She her wig was made of chains. It was like a shoulder, like a oh, long, bob. like a share. Yeah, but the whole wig was like it. Really loved it. Mini Cooper's look that she posted a video of was a biker girl. Like she literally had handlebars on the front of her outfit. Oh, yep. Which was kind of cool. And like her hair well, was super high and like a wheel. Um, been done, like the biker outfit's been done on the main stage before. Yeah. 
Um, so who was our first queen down the runway? I believe first it was queen was Spanky. Queen. No, it's Queen Kong in her black and oh, pink yeah. number, inspired by her baby niece and Katie from Mean Girls. So I got the reference to Katie straight away. Um, it the thing that annoyed me was where was the belts? Like the dress was stylized to look like belts, but they weren't belts. The yeah. buckles down the front. Because when she turned around, you could see the zip and where all the strips of fabric had come together. Um, but also, where was the chain? She had chains any... on her eyes, like tears, the little chains. So she did a GG good, like, I've technically got the one other thing for this runway, but it's tiny. So back on season 12, when they had the um, buttons and bows runway, that Gigi good had her phenomenal, like, 400,000 button outfit that looks stunning. And then there was one teeny tiny little bow on her knickers. Um, I mean, so still hit the, still hit the brief, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Queens, Queens was nice. Um, I, I love the hair. Loved I thought the hair was fun. Yes. The hair was phenomenal. Um, I just think the dress could have been executed a little better. Up next was Spanky. So Spanky serving us bondage Barbie. Uh, Ill-fitting due to weight oh, loss. Oh, this horrible this horrible, horrible pink leather, pleather, spandex, gaping vagina looking. Oh, it was spanky. It was horrible. Where were her belts and where was her buckles? So she had two belt buckles that went across like her body and she had a circular chain in the middle, like a circle thing, which had some chains hanging off of it, chains around her neck. And when she came out, she had the um, ball gag as well, which I guess is a buckle. See, again, so I'm a queen that wears flat hair because I wear human hair generally nine times out of ten. Um, but I at least have some sort of, like, if it's going to be flat hair, it goes with the look. That pink hair that Spanky had on, that was too flat for the rest of the look. I mean, it was, the look was ill-fitting. The hair was too flat. I just... It was like not the, hair, the greatest. Though, not with the outfit, but I did oh, like the no, hair. Oh, no, yeah. The hair, the hair, like I looked at that colour and went, oh, I'm going to dye one of my wigs that colour. Um, mm. But I just think overall it was not a not a good night for Spanky looks-wise. No. And, yeah, as she mentioned on the runway, she lost a, quite a lot of weight. And so, but I don't feel like her flaps would have been that tight to begin with. No, because that's the thing is she might have lost a lot of weight, but it was still fit around the torso, mm. which is where it should have been the loosest. But did you notice um, her breastplate really took me out of the illusion of the drag because of the way that it fits? So, like, particularly when they were doing the untucked and they were just sitting around talking, where her pink outfit went like this around her boobs, mm -hmm you literally could see her breastplate. It's like the one that you have and you could literally yep. see it moving and the fabric going underneath it. Yeah. And it, like, it just yeah. took me out of the illusion a little bit. So I didn't love that. Um, up next after Spanky was Hannah Conda, inspired by Jean-Paul Gaultier, a sexy look. And I loved her comment about her wig that she designed herself. And if you don't have a tension headache after wearing a wig, did you even wear a wig? Because that's right, she had the chains through the braid. Um, yes. And then her dress which was I loved. all buckles. <coughs> I did love the hair. Um, 
Yeah, actually, uh, from memory, because again, I've only watched it once this week because I haven't had time. Um, from memory, I do, I do believe I liked Hannah's look. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Hannah was probably my best dress for the week. After Miss Hannah, we had Beverly Kills, inspired by Brittany and Justin, and the double denim look from the late nineties. Um, I, I liked, liked it. I liked it. I would have liked different hair. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a I feel like that's a consistent thing for Beverly's looks for me is I just think the hair like a change of the hair elevates the look like she I understand she's a drag queen and again coming from more of a female illusionist than a drag queen but I feel like the big drag hair for some of her looks doesn't always work like look at Hannah Hannah had a very sleek um, braid with a chain wrap through it like she doesn't always have the big huge drag drag hair so I think Beverly Beverly could take a little a little note of that and just slightly change some of that big huge drag hair for some more sleek styling depending on what the look is and it will really elevate her looks more um Yuri Guy uh snakeskin dripping in chains loved the look i appreciate oh, the look this more looks... now as well after watching yuri post which you haven't seen yet probably um yuri post all of the videos of, of the making the yeah. look i thought this was stunning um with the fangs as well so she had the side fangs on her she had fangs in her face as well um yeah she looked like yuri is 100 percent a look queen like mm-hmm. she's got some amazing looks and some amazing outfits so I generally can't fault her on her looks. Um, so I think and it's just, it's disappointing because obviously it was her time to go. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I'm not ruining that because it's behind you already. So anyone's watching this is seen quite clearly. Yuri, bye. Um, I think, I think, yeah, obviously it was clearly Yuri's time to go. So unfortunately that's the case um, because I think this look definitely could have saved her from the bottom two if necessary. Mm-hmm. Yes. After Yuri Guy, we had our last queen to rock the runway, which was Miss Molly Poppins serving rock chick Bumblebee. And she proclaims, bring back the mullet. Okay, no, because the mullet is fucking gross. Um, but I did appreciate this look because I like the yellow, like the yellow yeah. open trumpet skirt. So you had the giant circle skirt at the bottom with the slight split above it to the other bit of fabric and then obviously into your mm-hmm. like I appreciate that like I thought this was quite a good look for Molly um I appreciated it again I was missing from memory it was very yellow and black but where were the buckles so she had I'm not sure if you'll be able to see this because my ring light uh she's got like chains I can her... see Breasts. I can see the belts. I can see the chains, but where's the buckles? She's got one buckle that's holding her like dress portion to her body, and she's got buckles on her arms, like across here, mm-hmm. and buckles on her wrists. Very. She's okay. a subtle buckle. See, for me, if I was doing this runway, what I would do is I would have belts um with giant buckles on them as like a tiered skirt with 
chains connecting each one of them. So essentially making a making a giant ball gown out of belts, buckles and bows, uh, belts, buckles and chains, um, taking something that's generally very hard materials and trying to make it very elegant and very glamorous is how I would approach this runway. We get some judge critiques after our runways. Um, while the girls are standing in front of them, they say that Queen, that everybody's super proud of Queen this week. Hey, girl. No. Damn it. Damn it. Everyone is super proud of Queen. Um, they say that Queen was controlled and that she did a great job. Spanky, basically, they said she was ill-fitting, but that's on brand for Spanky at this point. Um, Reese said that if she was any more polished, he wouldn't have believed it to be Spanky. Um, Hannah, Michelle says these kids should be afraid of Miss Hannah Conda. Um, she's been consistently strong out of all of I the girls since the beginning. Hannah surprised me with all of her runways. Like all of her runways has been have been very, very strong. Um, which, yeah, is a little bit, I, I say surprising just because I've never known Hannah Condit, well, I don't know her personally, but from what I know of her, I've never known her to be a look queen, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, like, in all honesty, I've expected stronger runways out of Beverly because I know what type of queen she is. Um, and I mean, Yuri is just smashed out of park every week so oh, every Hannah look. being Hannah being one of the top echelons for the runways for this season um I mean I think she's proving to be a tough competitor to beat 100% she's yeah she's doing really really well after Hannah was Beverly all the judges and like Queen they were really proud of Bev this week um Yuri they said that Yuri was the one who struggled the most during the recording and she needs to stop listening to those voices in her head, which is making her second guess herself, which is 100% true. But I feel you, Yuri, which, we've all got those voices. Which was essentially her, it was it was what guaranteed for me that she was the one going this week. Yes. Um, and then lastly, Molly, great in the studio, obviously. She got her recording in one take, but she was, really struggling with the choreography and keeping up with the rest of the the, the girls yeah. so the girls leave the stage we get a, a a short untucked moment um where the girls mention that there's been absolutely no really bad critiques this week yuri and molly think that they're going to be in the bottom two beverly seems to think everybody's going to be safe i what? don't get where that delusion came from nope. like there's there was no there was none of them were that spectacular to warrant it being a full no one's going home this week exactly yeah um there's somebody has somehow snuck a phone in which rings and we get uh, a, a guest appearance this week by Sophie oh, Monk as you mentioned earlier I love I love that little plug of them showing the phone opening and I'm like oh, sponsored okay, by so Samsung I'm like thanks Samsung kind of clearly have to get your Get your devices in there somehow. Uh, we love um, the product placement. Um, you know, like that time that they, the phone rang and Courtney Act was there and it wasn't really Sophie Monk. Um, yeah, when she said that, like, because there was a running joke a couple of years ago that Courtney Act and Sophie Monk had never been seen in the same room together. Um, I believe it. But, no, it's just, 
it's I think that joke needs to die. They don't look, they don't even look remarkably the same anymore. Sophie's had a lot of work done. Just white blonde ladies. Uh, And then we cut back to the main stage where a little bit of a critique. Again, basically just reaffirming everything that they've already said. Um, Mm -hmm. Babs, so broke ass bitches, Queen, Spanky and Hannah are named our tops and winners of the challenge, each getting a $2,000 gift card for snag tights and a year supply of tights. Thank you, Spanky. Yeah. And I do love how Spanky made the joke going, I need them. And Michelle goes, yes, you do. Oh, no, Rue was Rue. It was Rue. Yes, it was you, like, yeah. yes, yes, you, you do. do. The hung divas obviously lost the challenge this week. The judges naming Beverly as safe, leaving Molly and Yuri as predicted to be in the bottom and facing off for their lip sync. Now I'm getting my hair ready because I'm going to lip sync for my life. Um, because the queen, my queen, Miss Tina Arena, Song of Choice, Chains, the SNM remix. I mean, it's a little on the nose, but okay. I, I, so I get using an Australian artist because obviously it's Down Under. I don't like that they use this remix. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred the ballad, like the original ballad version um because there's more emotion to it there's more power to it um there's more performance to it and again this comes because this is the type of style of performance that i do as i like doing your ballad style and your more emotion emotive emotions um i do that song a lot as well um of course you do i like this yeah mariah queen yeah um i like i like a more emotive performance but I'm not a fan of Queens using like these huge hardcore remix versions of ballad songs as a way of performing the song in a club or a venue. Like pick, pick an already upbeat song. Don't because Chains is such an emotion driven song and such a very deep, like I'm breaking free sort of like getting out from this, like there's power and oomph behind it. That remix took all of that out. Mm-hmm. Like there was no, there was no emotion. There was no heart to that song. So the performance is just dance, dance, let's do that. that, that, that. Like, pick an already upbeat song. Don't do a remix version of a emotion driven song. Um, but don't get me wrong. I love a good Tina Arena moment in my life. Um, you know, who's not loving a good Tina Arena moment in their life? Yuri Guy. Yeah, no, Yuri Guy. <laughs> Tina Arena's, oh, I was going to say she went to the bank, but didn't she get broke during COVID? Um, anyway. She was, there was a whole thing. Let's not go into that because I don't want Tina Arena to come at me because I love her so much. I love you, Tina. Um, Yuri Guy, learn your words. You say that, we're on the Gold Coast. What do you mean? You just said you love Tina. I do love Tina. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. I noticed as well that Yuri knew very little of the words, um, which was disappointing because I'm like, again, just proves that Yuri's going home this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time they cut to her, she was like. It's like you say, it's the edit. Like, it's almost like they could have cut to parts of the song that she knew the words to, because there were parts she knew the song, the words to the song to. But every yes. time they cut to her, it was always her fumbling, which makes you go, mm, bitch, going home. I don't know if it was just me, but I did notice Yuri's face looked 
she she was like i'm the one going home yeah like, she didn't like look hopeful like the, her face she's just like i fucked that lip sync i'm the one going home so and that, as much so as it like, pains me to see molly destroy another one of my favorite artists um you definitely had the edge on this one molly well done like molly yes molly hit every single syllable there was uh, for me there was no emotion behind it because again it was an emotionally dead song yeah um that's why i would have loved the original because the original like i love watching queens perform the original when they perform it well um i mean I've you do a queen. good celine dion i know this to be a fact <laughs> i don't perform it like celine dion though um but celine dion wishes one. she performed it like you chains is one that i do have in my wheelhouse and it's such a like when you can perform it and can perform it well it's so powerful especially for the audience um like molly did great for the song that they chose for the remix version that they chose but i just feel like i would have loved to have seen the two of them go at it in that old school version and just watching them both break down and break through because as well you're fighting for your life like let's see that raw emotion give us a raw emotional song so after the performance uh again it was seemed like a quick decision for rue like she's making snappy yeah. choices this this year there was um, there was no there was no pause there was no hesitation it was very much like a this is yes molly poppins shanta you stay uh yuri guy sashay away um yuri thanks everyone like everyone um as she's (laughs) before she leaves and she parts with some words of wisdom which which i appreciate and i love and i live by this myself like like rue said i could not have said it better myself live fast and eat ass like absolutely everyone everyone should do that right now Yuri, Miss Miss Yuri Guy is now Miss Yuri Bai. She is I on her way out of here. That. Yuri Bai, I appreciate that when we I was sitting here, I was like, what am I this... gonna put on my sign this week? I was like, got it. Yuri Bai. Yuri Bai. Um, so Yuri is out of there. She leaves us with those beautiful words of wisdom. Um she says in the as she's in the workroom, she says that she's proud of herself for getting this far in the competition and um she's gonna miss everyone, even Beverly, which makes you feel like what's going on with Bev? Like maybe it's not just the edit. Okay, so Yuri is gone, she's super happy with herself, like she's done really well to get this far. Her mirror message. Do you remember her mirror message? I couldn't okay, so where I was watching this on the ship. I was sitting outdoors in the Oasis, which is like the adults only retreat. Um, No, not great because it's underneath the fucking kids area. So you can still hear and see all the fucking kids. Um, Why do do gays take their kids on cruises too? There's not just gays on board. This ship is filled with straight people as well. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was gay cruise. No, 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 no. I'm part of of the gay group on a cruise. Um, No wonder you said people are looking at you funny. Yes, like, that's why that, I'm like... What's that bitch from Hocus Pocus doing here? So it's a case of, yeah, I was watching it outdoors and the glare as well was really, really bad. Um, so I got to the end and I'm sitting here struggling to read it. I'm like, oh, fucking Sean will just tell me what it says anyway. Well, it basically was like, I, I didn't write down what it actually said because I assumed you would be all over this too. But it was basically like, you know, 
it, I think it said eight hours again, like the fast eight hours, and it said something about. So Yuri's a rooming queen, we know that. Yeah, she loves it, bitch. Um, something about spreading cum over the world. I don't know. Uh, cum. Um, but so Yuri this... likes Yuri yeah. likes to combine the two, cum and eating ass. Eating one out of the other. She's a cream pie queen. Anyway. So at the very bottom, and I went back and had Yuri to pause Felcher. this. That's, I love, I love how that's that my drag queen. <laughs> I love how that broke you though, and you're like, da -da. oh, that was good. That was good. Um, at the very bottom of their their screen on the mirror message, it was just out of focus. So when I had, I, like, I kept going back. I was like, it was only there for a split second. Yuri guy at the bottom says, "Spanky for the win." I feel like. I definitely think Spanky is going to be a top player towards the top. Um, I think it's going to, it's for me, it's going to come down to Spanky and Hannah for the win. Yeah, I could see that. I think. Well, listeners and viewers and whoever else has stumbled upon this shit, um, that was this week's episode of The Wind Up. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at thewindup underscore pod. You can follow Les Queen over on Instagram at Maya Crofone with an F, not a PH, because with a PH it is crap home and she is not crap. That's that. I don't, um, I don't, I don't know why I was doing big fish, little bit fish cardboard box, big fish, little fish cardboard. Box. I would have preferred if you were like voguing, but that's okay. And you can follow me over at Sean Phillip Official. <laughs> uh, Miss Maya, thank you so much. Thank you for being able to no, manage this you. as well while you're away being a working that's girl on perfectly the cruise. Fine. What is the time right now? 4.55. Perfect. Oh, 4.55. You've, you've got to go. Perfect. I've got five minutes to spare. Yes, I can go and pee. Um, hey. I can run back down to the cabin and pee before I have to get back and do my actual hosting duties for the week. Okay, get out of here because oh. I gotta go edit and you gotta go entertain some queers, steers, and everything in between. Literally. Um, all right, enjoy your week. Thank you, you too.